Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Dollar Bill. And I'm Downtown. And hopefully you did not let another team score 63 on you like last <laughs> night. Yeah, you know what? Um, someone said to me, the Raiders have 63 points in the last two weeks. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's still a pretty good average considering they lost three nothing the week before. Right. So that's wild, right? It is. How do you lose three nothing to the Minnesota Vikings and then score sixty three? And finally, can we say finally, Brandon yeah. Staley is unemployed? Yep. It's about 11 months too late. It might be two and a half years too late, but I, I thought last year after he lost that uh, playoff game to Jacksonville when they were mm-hmm. up 20 like just leave him in Jacksonville. Don't yeah. even let him back on the plane. So, <laughs> but yeah, the Raiders, uh, that was kind of fun watching the Raiders last night, to be honest. All right. Um, So if you're listening for the first time, what we're going to do or how we usually start the show is downtown gives us a recap of how we did last week. Yeah, Uh, It was a wild week last week. It was. So uh, let's hear how we did. Um, Okay. So we'll start off. The first game was uh, Atlanta and Tampa Bay. NFC South battle. And I said on the show, I'm picking Atlanta, but I'm hoping Tampa Bay wins. So I was happy, but I got I had Atlanta minus two here. It was a up and down game, back and forth. Didn't know how it was going to end up. And uh, Tampa Bay gets to win 29 to 25. I had five units on Falcons covering here. I figured less than less than a field goal at home in a pretty important game for them that, that would have put them about two games ahead of almost everybody in the division mm-hmm. this loss mixed with the saints win that we'll talk about in a little bit here there's three teams tied for top spot in that division now all under 500 so it's yeah. going to be interesting so i lost i lost five units on that and um you had the over so you you got three units in the victory there. Uh-huh. The over was 41. I'm sorry, my computer is making noises. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you get the nice win there. Three units. Good, good pick with the over-under. That, that was pretty uh, that was a small over-under, actually. It, it was. Now. Um 41 for uh for those two teams. Both scoring in the 20s, but yeah. In our second game, we both had the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears over. I thought the Bears were going to win this game outright, but I was a little scared to kind of put some units on that. Mm-hmm. I should have went with my gut here. The Bears win big. They win 28 to 13. Unfortunately, the, the Lions couldn't score. Yeah. So we don't get the over. We lose by a couple points here. I think the total is 41. So we uh, we both had over. You had four units on that. I had three. So that was kind of not great. I'm off to not the best start this week. (laughs) This is where it really hurts. Game number three. Now, do you remember game number three on our list before I 
tell you about it. No. Because we were confident in the Houston, Texas, <laughs> to New York. To play the Jets. Okay. If I told you last week that the AFC and NFC Offensive Player of the Weeks would both be quarterbacks in New York, would you have had me tested? Uh, yeah. Tommy DeVito and Zach Wilson are your reigning Offensive Players of the Week. I had to get that in there because we didn't. We actually didn't pick the Monday night games. No, we didn't in our list here. So, so we weren't really going to get to it. But that was pretty, pretty good performance by by the Giants on Monday night. And uh, I had ten units yep. on CJ Stroud minus three and a half. I also had CJ Stroud in fantasy. Thank God the rest of my team did well because he finished with a minus three. Not good. Mm-hmm. The Jets win thirty to six. I had 10 units on it. You had six units on it. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm over three, man. This week is starting off. Not bad. a good week for you. Okay. We're turning it around now. Okay. The fourth game was my New Orleans Saints versus Carolina Panthers. You, I'll start with you this because I'm proud of you for this pick. 10 units on the Saints minus five. I thought you were crazy. <laughs> Shouldn't have doubted you. The Saints win 28 to six. I also win because I had the under 38 and a half. There you go. So I, I was a little concerned with the Saints and Derek Carr covering the five points, even though it is Carolina. Mm-hmm. But they do get it, get it done, and they get it done easily. So I get my first win of the week, three units. Not not too proud of it, but you know what? You, beggars can't be choosers sometimes, right? Exactly. Okay. Next game was uh, Seahawks and San Francisco. I was trying to talk myself out of this pick, but I ended up going with it. Seahawks plus 11.5, five units. Mm. They lose by 12. Are you kidding me? So close. I, I'm pretty sure Seattle missed an extra point just to screw me out of my five units. I don't remember if they actually missed an extra point, but it, it kind of looks like one of those scores that would be should be 17, not 16. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I had five units on that. You had over 46.5. You missed the over-under by two and a half. Mm. Oh, man. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Four units. That was a loss for you as well. This is where it gets better for me. Buffalo versus Kansas City. The off, offside gate. Are we going to call it that? I guess, yeah. Before we get to Patrick Mahomes acting like a six-year-old, what did you think of that play? Because I've I've seen that play left alone like a hundred times where the guy's foot's like on the line, but it's not really part of the play. So right. Just, oh. And then if, if the guy does have his foot on the line, usually the receiver will look over at the line judge and the line yeah. judge. They'll get back a little bit and then they move. Um, Kadarius Tony didn't do that, mm-hmm. and then obviously we're we're kind of robbed of this really kind of- good touchdown. And you know what? I was listening to um, New Heights, the podcast with Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. Um, that was not a called play. Travis Kelsey improvised what he did. 
Mm. Like it, it kind of looked like one of those Andy Reid specials, mm -hmm. but it was actually Kelsey kind of looking over and going, Kadarius Tony's over there. There's nobody covering him. So yeah. I'm just going to toss it up to him lateral style. And I guess he has that kind of freedom, but you know, I have Buffalo plus one, so you don't cry me a river. <laughs> okay, they win 20 to 17. I get three units. You had the under. I remember you saying last week that you thought the score was a little high, and you were right, 20 to 17. So we're both winners in in pro one of the games of the week, I'd say. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was it was a really um, intense game. It it would have been fine if the Chiefs had come down and scored in that, that great way, mm -hmm. we would have been talking about that. And there was still like a minute something left, like Josh Allen could have drove the field for game on a field goal. Right. Or I think they would have had to get a touchdown, actually, the way the score would have ended up. Um, yeah, is there anything you wanted to add about uh, that offside call? I mean, that happened last year in a crucial game, the Giants and the Skins. Yeah. With uh, Terry McLaurin. And if sure. you remember, McLaurin asked the ref, you know, am I okay? And that game ultimately cost Washington a playoff spot. He asked them about, yeah, I, I do remember that. He asked them and then didn't the ref say yes? And then yeah. they like, mm -hmm. that's, that's worse for sure. Here, because of the loss, Kansas City is a game ahead of Denver in first place. If, if you told me after the Miami Dolphins put 70 on the Broncos. No, I wouldn't have believed it. That they would be one game back of the AFC West. Would not have believed you. Like, I would love to go back and look at week five and look at, so this is a gambling podcast. Find out the odds of the Denver Broncos to win the AFC West. It was probably like 300 to one. Mm -hmm. And they've been on a tear, like, like they did lose to Houston, but then they they go into LA and and blow them out. That we're going about we're about to talk about. We we both had Denver plus three because we believe in the Broncos now. Yeah, and Sean Payton's got them and, going, and we will talk about Denver in a in a little bit. Yeah, but to go back with Kansas City, that game could cost them a lot of things. I think it's cost them the number one seed. It could cost them the number two. It could cost them home field advantage for the first round. Good. That's how big that one call is. Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game in his career. No. And I've never seen him that upset like I did. He doesn't want to like, get on planes. He just wants to chill at Arrowhead, do his thing, and go to the Super Bowl after winning two games. I, You know what? <laughs> I, I will save my thought. If we have a Chiefs road game, I'll say that. Okay. Because I don't, I don't want to say it yet. Because we All don't right. know what'll happen with the playoffs. But for sure. Um. Yeah, like like I was saying, uh, Denver's one game back. They looked really good against the Chargers. Um, mm -hmm. Herbert Justin, got hurt. Herbert got hurt, and then we saw kind of the Chargers quit on their coach last night. I think. The writing was on the wall. Um, we both had Denver plus three. I had five units. You had four. It, it was really surprising that LA was the favorite here. Mm -hmm. 
you know, like I know, I know you get some, some love when you're at home, but there were more Bronco fans in that stadium, oh. to be honest. Um, 24 to seven, big win for, for Denver. Um, like you, you look at that Houston game that they dropped. Mm-hmm. If they had won that, they'd be tied with the chiefs right now. Like, and, and like that, that slow start, couple bad losses the Broncos had early in the season. Like they, they had a good opportunity and I'm not saying they're not going to win and, and give the chiefs uh, a role here. Yeah. At the AFC West. It, it would be really interesting if it came down to like the last week, Patrick Mahomes and, and Kelsey and all those guys having to play in week 18 to win the division. Like usually it's like two or three, last two or three weeks it's like they're just cooled out and waiting well i mean denver holds the tiebreaker yeah they swept the chiefs this year did they sweep them i thought the chiefs won the first one uh let me check real quick yeah i think they split so i think it would come down to uh okay yeah they did split okay you're right afc um record is the second tiebreaker i believe so we'd have to look at that yeah i'll I'll look at that in a um we'll, we'll know more after this week, like mm. Chiefs don't have the toughest matchup, but they are going on the road, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, and in the last game, we were both. I I think you were on the Dallas, thinking Dallas would win. Yet you, you ended up taking the over under here. I took Dallas minus three and a half. I think they've been playing so good at home. They ended up winning by twenty against the Eagles. The Eagles kind of dropped a couple here. Mm-hmm. Not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about the Eagles going forward. They kind of remind me a little bit of the Steelers a few years back. Right. Steelers kind of had that cupcake schedule. They were 11 and 0, and then they kind of lost a f- bunch of games near the end. I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen. They got a big game against the Seahawks this week. Um, I had Dallas minus three and a half, five units. I won that. You had the over-under of 52. You took the over. Fortunately, it was only 46 points for you, so that was a five-unit loss. Overall, mm-hmm. overall, we both wagered 39 units, which I found kind of funny because we didn't, Interesting. we didn't really discuss how much we were going to wager. It's almost like we're kind of used to it now. Yeah. We had the right amount of games. We, we both wagered 10 units on a game. You won yours. I lost mine. Long story short, I won 16 units, which would took after the wagers went in, puts my total to 62 units going into this week. You, sir, won 19 units. Congratulations. Thank you. Which would put your record to 71 units going into this week. So you do have me by nine units at the at the present time. So I'm here to tell you that I'm here to make that up this week. All so right. let's, let's get to the picks. This All week. Right. And um, before we go forward, we, we do want to remind everyone that this is for fun. Mm-hmm. And if you do have a gambling problem, there's many platforms that you can reach out to. Yeah. And um, it, just, you know, set, set limits. Don't, don't try to chase your losses. I know you could get in trouble that way if you, if you mm-hmm. lose your morning. Don't like just give yourself a certain amount for the weekend. 
and if you if you lose it, you know, there's always next week. Exactly. Um, real quick, just want to mention um, a few teams have a chance to clinch a playoff berth this week. Uh, in the AFC, Baltimore is the only one who can clinch a playoff berth. They have nine different scenarios. We're not going to go through all of them. Yeah. Uh, the NFC, Dallas, Detroit, and Philadelphia can all clinch a playoff berth this week. And the 49ers can be the first team to clinch their division. Theirs is real simple. Either they win or tie, or the Rams lose or tie. And they have the AF or the NFC, I should say, West. And can can I just say one thing? We're, we're mm-hmm. all talking about mathematically here. All those teams you listed are in the playoffs. Let's be honest. Pretty much. They're there. They're pretty much in. Like, like if, if it's a, it's a formality. If the Eagles miss the playoffs, like that would be the craziest thing of all time. Like I know officially with all the games that are being played, if there's 17 ties and the Eagles lose out, then maybe they don't make the playoffs. But right. there it is. Come on. Oh yeah, there it is. Okay. Um, we'll start off with the three Saturday games. Right, Saturday games. We start off with the Vikings at the Bengals. Cincinnati's a three-point favorite. The over/under is forty and a half. I've really liked Jake Browning. I thought the Bengals were dead and buried when Burrow went down. I really did. Mm-hmm. I I've been really impressed with uh, with Jake Browning and the way their that offense is is going. Um, the Josh Dobbs experiment is basically over now. And Nick Mullins is starting for Minnesota. Um, Jeff, I believe Jefferson's going to play. He he got another injury last week. I, I like the Bengals here, minus three. I'm going to put uh, three units on, on the Bengals. All three of the games that we're going to start with are big in their own way. But I think this one may have the most impact of the three. Okay. Because... The Vikings are two games out of first place in the NFC North. I mean, the North is not out of reach, believe it or not. No. The Bengals could almost, like you said, you know, have this comeback and make the playoffs after losing their number one player. The three points is scaring me away. On this, I'm going to wager three units that it is over 40 and a half points. How many units did you say? Three. three. All right. We're both on three units on this first game. All right. Uh, next game, Steelers at Colts. Indianapolis is a one and a half point favorite. The over-under is 42 and a half. Now, the way you said that, you sound surprised. I I kind of am. Because um, first... They the, lost the Patriots last week. I think that's probably the reason. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'll, I'll let you start this one off. I'm curious where you're going with this one. This, this is another big game. Um, I think... The loser of this game 
is going to miss out on the playoffs. That's kind of how sure I am with whoever loses this game. They're both on backup quarterbacks. The question is going to be whose backup quarterback is going to step up at the right moment. Um, I think it's going to be Gardner Minshew who steps up, honestly. So I'm going to go with the Colts minus one and a half. I'm going to wager two units. Yeah, you know what? Um, when, when you look at a, a backup quarterback, you, you want a guy that can come in and rally your guys. Mm-hmm. And Gardner Minshew is the next coming to Ryan Fitzpatrick. He can come in for half a season and ball out, throw for 400 yards, have those big games. He's probably never going to be a franchise quarterback and stay with the same team year after year and take the team to the playoffs. I mean, didn't he almost lead the Jaguars to the Super Bowl that one year? Um, I think Blake Bortles was QB that Oh, year. that was Bortles. Okay. Um, but he has had opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if we're talking backup versus backup, and one of them is Mitchell Trubisky. I'll take the other one. I don't have any faith in Mitchell Trubisky. I don't have faith in the in the offensive game plan for Pittsburgh. I know it's been better since Matt Canada was fired, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm going Indy here minus one and a half for sure. I'm going two units. Is, is that the same that you did? Yep. Two units? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're kind of on what we're on the same page here because we're not sure. What's going to happen in this game? Um, and I think it's been a year since Indy blew that giant lead to Minnesota. Yeah. Exactly a year because it was on a Saturday. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's a different coaching staff, different quarterback. But that might be sticking with, with those guys that were in that locker room. So I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if Indy came out with a big win here. Um, and yeah, I kind of agree with you. I I think one of these teams has a chance at, at the playoffs if they do win as a wild card. But I think the loser would definitely be uh, really hard pressed to win. When I get- looked at the standings earlier, Pittsburgh right now is in. Yeah, there's seven seed, right? Yeah. So this is a huge. This game has huge ramifications. Indy's not in. I thought. I thought they had the same record. They do, but I think Pittsburgh owns the tiebreaker. Okay, okay. We'll have to to look at that. Uh, The final of the three Saturday games, Broncos at the Lions, Detroit, four-and-a-half-point favorite, the over-under 48. That is – that's disrespectful of the Broncos. They've won six out of seven games. Mm -hmm. Detroit has not looked great. They just lost to the Chicago Bears by 15 points. Yeah. Give me the Broncos plus four and a half, five units. I, I think Denver has a realistic shot at winning this game outright, but you're going to give me over a field goal 
on the road for a team that's won six out of seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all all day long. And you know what? If if Denver loses by twenty seven points, I'll I'll sit here next week when we're doing our show and I'll say, yeah, I was wrong about that one. But yeah, you're gonna give me those points on a team on a on a pretty good streak for sure. Let's go. The way Denver's playing right now, I would not want to be any of their teams that's left on their schedule. I really wouldn't. No, and and they have a like like we talked about earlier. They have a realistic shot. Now, if Kansas City stumbles against the Patriots, like the Patriots just they won a big game and they got a they they had some time off because they played on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Belichick's pretty good at game planning. KC can still be thinking about the offside call. Exactly. It would be why I would love it if the Chiefs lost the Patriots. <laughs> I'm those two teams tied going in a couple weeks to go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Denver. Okay. Plus the four and a half. I'm gonna wager four units. How on boring is this podcast, boys? We're just you're right and you're right. Let's both cheer for each other. <laughs> Except for that, uh, except for that first game, we've uh, we've kind of picked the same thing yeah. so far. So yeah. on Saturday, there won't be a lot of chirping between the two of us. Yeah. All right, now to the games on Sunday. All right. We start with, hey, we've been talking about them a lot. The Chiefs at the Patriots. Kansas City is an eight-point favorite. The over/under is thirty-seven. Eight-point favorite. Eight point favorite all right they're just teasing us i i can't believe i'm going to say what i'm about to say <laughs> zappy zappy's gonna beat Mahomes, right so you said no 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 all right all right but the chief's entire season rides on this game i never thought i'd say that against a three and ten team yeah Kansas City has been on their first losing streak in God knows how long. It's been a long time. If they lose this game to New England, there's going to be a lot of questioning going on in Kansas City with three weeks to go. They have got to get this game right, you know, because if they don't get it, then they're they're in deep trouble. I still think Kansas City is going to win this game. I was going to put a crazy number on it, but I'm not, or not too crazy. I'm going to say Chiefs minus eight, six units. That's just a straight eight, right? Not eight and a half? A straight eight. Six units. Okay. I'm uh, I'm taking those points on a team on rest against a team that's kind of doubting themselves. Um, I don't know if you know this. Do you know the Chiefs? Like I know this. So, do you know what the Chiefs' record is in their last six games? Three and three. Two and four. I was gonna say two and four. Doggone it. Does does that shock you? It does. Mahomes and your team is two and four. Mm-hmm, it does. And 
we can revisit when they went and played the Jets. They won by three points. They are not the dominant Kansas City Chiefs that we're used to seeing. Patrick Mahomes throwing for five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns. That's it's that's long and gone. Mm-hmm. They're a defensive team now that runs the ball. Isaiah Pacheco is out for this game. I like. I like a low score in New England Patriots plus eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna put five units on this. I really think that New England can keep this close. I was very close to doing the over under, but uh you give me a touchdown at home when a team is coming off a victory. There's there's all these reports of Belichick uh being, being after the so Maybe uh, maybe beating Andy Reid one last time would uh, be a nice way to send him off. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take New England plus eight, five units. All right. And I love the games when we're against each other. Straight, straight up. Yep. We had to at some point. Mm. All right. Next game. Giants at the Saints. New Orleans is a five and a half point favorite. The over under is 39. This is another thing I never thought I'd say. I'm worried about Tommy DeVito. <laughs> I'm a Saints fan. <laughs> I'm worried about Tommy DeVito. The guy's balling. And did you see his agent? Oh, my God. This is like out of a gangster movie, man. Straight out of Goodfellas. I love it. I want to watch Goodfellas now. Um, honestly, the story of Tommy DeVito is really cool. Except, except the part where he lives at home and they <laughs> for him and all that nonsense. It might be a little bit of jealousy on this part. But uh, yeah, if you're living at home, even if you're on a practice squad, like get your own apartment, man. Like, come on, what are you doing? Five and a half? Derek Carr has looked like trash. What's the over-under? Uh, over-under is 39. 39. You know what? This is... I, I think this is going to be a higher scoring game. I really do. I, I'm going to take um, the over here. I'm going to put four units on it. I, I can kind of see... and um, Rashid Shahid should be back for this game, which will help. Derek Carr bought some nice Christmas gifts for his, for his teammates. I don't know if you saw the report today. No, I didn't. He bought Rolexes for um for Shahid and Chris Olave. He got diamond chains for the rest of the receivers. And he got a chest of stapes and grills for the offensive line. <laughs> and I was sending, I, I don't know if you saw this in the group chat, because you're in you're in the group chat. Yeah. And I said, you know what? To be honest, I'd rather have the, the stakes. And a lot of the guys were agreeing with that. One guy did say he, he'd rather have the Rolex. But, nah, you know, get, 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 give me the grill. Give me the grill watch, and like, and like, how many stakes is a chest? Like, that's very misleading. Is it fifty? Is it ten? I, I've never, I've never heard of that. No. I, I do think the Saints will play good. Um, they, they got a little bit right against Carolina offensively, twenty-eight points. So. I can see a high-scoring game here. So, yeah, I'm going over. Over 39, four units. I think this is going to be a close game. 
there is something in the air with DeVito at quarterback. I don't think they're going to win this game. But I do see it being less than five and a half. So I'm going to say Giants plus five and a half, four units. All right. I was very close to doing that too, but it's just kind of hard to bet against my boys. I know. (laughs) We go the over under. And if the Giants get a, a nice lead, then I cheer for points. Plus, I'm in the playoffs in fantasy. I got Saquon Barkley, so I got to kind of cheer for both guys. It's that time of year where you're cheering against your own team because mm-hmm. you cheering for fantasy points. Yeah. It's kind of sickening, really, but what are you going to do? Exactly. All right. Uh, next game, Bills at Cowboys. Or, I mean, Cowboys at Bills, pardon me. Buffalo, a two-point favorite. The over-under is 50. Why don't you take this one? All right. Like I said last week, Buffalo had to win that game or else their season was done. They won. Now they got a Dallas team that is on cloud nine coming off that nice win against Philadelphia. Um, If the Bills had lost that game Sunday against Kansas City, then I think this would have been all hands on deck for Buffalo. Yeah. Like we either are going to win or we're going down with the ship. I don't expect this to be a high scoring game. I'm going to wager three units that it will be under 50 points. Yeah, like, do we know, did you say three units? Three units. Do we know the forecast here in Buffalo? I thought I saw rain. Okay. Because I think there's a reason the Cowboys have been so good at home. And I I think the elements change, kind of, like, affect them a little little bit more. Mm Mm-hmm. They kind of remind me a lot of the Saints back in the day when, like, they'd always play good at the Superdome when Drew Brees was going. Yeah. And and then if if we went on the road, especially in a cold climate with wind, they just – they were just off, like, the whole game. Like, they're, they just couldn't get it going. I can kind of see Dallas doing that. Um, I'm not sure if, if Buffalo – can stop the Dallas offense. But I, I do see Dallas as D playing good in this game. And I'm I'm hoping Buffalo's D can do the same. I'm gonna take the same bet. I that 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 score is too high for me. Yeah. 50 points. Mm-hmm. Um like Buffalo grinding out a win against the Chiefs. I kind of see that happening again. I, I can almost see the same score. So so you give me 50 points. I'll, I'll do the same. I'm going to put uh, five units on it, though. Okay. I, I, I do see, especially if, if the weather's kind of rainy or, or snow or anything. Yeah, definitely low scoring. So the over-under is pretty strange. Yeah. It's, it's very high for 
for a mid-December Buffalo Bills game. All right. Uh, now we go to the Sunday night game. Ravens at Jaguars. Baltimore is a three-point favorite. The over-under 42 and a half. Um, this is a huge game for Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. Now, it's a huge game for Baltimore, too. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I haven't seen Baltimore as dominant lately. Trevor Lawrence playing last week was a big surprise. I didn't see much of the game. I, I heard that he, he struggled. Hopefully, an extra week of practice, he'll be a little bit better off. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Jags here. If if you give me a division leader plus points at home in a primetime game, it's huge, huge game for both teams. I'm gonna take the Jags plus three. I'm only gonna put two units on this, but I, I have a good feeling about the Jags here. I think the win Baltimore had Sunday is a huge momentum builder for the team because they were in a fight all the way with the Rams to the very end. Yeah, overtime. If they didn't have that kick return, punt return for a touchdown, I don't know if they win that game or not. I really I, don't. I think it's going to end up being a tie. The way Probably, it yeah. Which would have sucked. I hate those ties. So hard to figure out standings and stuff. Baltimore, I think, is a better road team than they are a home team. I know that's a little surprising to say, but I think it's true. So I'm going to take Baltimore minus three. I'm going to wager five units on this one. Wow. Five units for Baltimore, eh? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, and, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just uh, yeah. That this game is is going to be come down to a lot for our for our standings for sure. Yeah. Now I'm a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> All is good though. All right, and the final game, the Monday night game, Eagles at Seahawks. Philadelphia is a three point favorite. The over under is forty seven and a half. Hey, before we get to this game, I need to ask you a question. Okay. Okay, so on Sunday, when football is on on Sunday, mm-hmm. there's in the morning, there's like eight games on. Mm-hmm. I have no problem watching multiple games. Just moving my dial around, changing the channel to the game I want to watch. Okay. Mm-hmm. I struggled last Monday when there was two games at the same time. I did not know what to watch. I kept forgetting there was another game. I'm very happy there's only one Monday game this week. Yeah. What why do they put it at the same time? And like I'm talking to my wife, I'm like, how am I supposed to watch two games at once? And she's just looking at me like I'm freaking dumb. <laughs> I'm like, you watch eight games. You watch eight games in the morning and four in the afternoon every Sunday. You can't do two games. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what, you're right, but it's hard. So, anyways. I said my piece. You you started off. And All I'm right. First. Um. Gosh, this is such a big game for Seattle. This is the first, and and we, and we forgot to mention this. This is the first ever 
flexed Monday night game. Yes, because you can never flex before into Monday. Right, because this was originally the Chiefs and the Patriots. Yeah. But thank okay. goodness they flexed to that one. Flat out, Philadelphia needs to win this game. Because if you look at their remaining mm. schedule, home against the Giants Christmas Day, home against the Cardinals at the Giants, they absolutely need to have this game. Because Dallas has a harder schedule the rest of the way. Yeah. Because after their game with Buffalo, at Miami, home against Detroit, at Washington. Yeah. I think the fact that Philly knows they need this game, they need it to keep the lead in the division or to stay pace with Buffalo or uh, D- uh, Dallas in the division <clears throat> is going to motivate them. I'm taking Philadelphia minus three, five units. Okay. I think this game's going to, um, I think it will depend. You said five units, right? Five units. I think it will depend on what happens in the Dallas game. I, if Dallas wins, I can see Philly coming out with a bigger sense of urgency, needing that win. And you know what? Those two games against the Giants aren't as easy as we thought it was about two weeks ago. Because we got the Giants are on a three-game win streak. They're they're playing better football. So Looking at the at the head schedule there, where it it looks very much easier for the Eagles than the Cowboys. Um, but this is a Monday night. Seahawks are playing for their playoff lives. Mm-hmm. That twelfth man's gonna be rocking. Give me the Seattle Seahawks, and you know what? I'm doing five units. Five units. Seattle plus three. I haven't really liked much of what the Eagles have been doing. Now, now we'll, we'll see what happens here on Monday. But I, I really like the uh, the Seahawks in this spot here. And like we could be looking at the Cowboys being that division leader by the end of Monday night. We could. So we'll see what happens. And I, I do think um, I think the Eagles get the tiebreaker if. Um, if they uh if they're tied. Yeah. So well, we will see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh that's gonna wrap it up for this one. Uh for this week. Now, next week, DK or downtown, it is our last show before Christmas. So I think, because I know you're doing the, the the game or picking the games for the next week. Sure. If I may throw a little suggestion in. Sure, I'm always up for that. We've got five NBA games on Christmas Day. Sure. And three NFL games. 
Let's let's make the whole episode just Christmas Day games. Okay. Yeah, that that works for me. Make it easy on the both of us. So we'll do the eight games. Mm-hmm. So okay, so Christmas Eve is Sunday, right? Yes. So they they are doing the majority of the week on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then and then they're doing a three game thing on Christmas Day, like like last year. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I hadn't looked that far ahead. So, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about doing that. Um, and the NBA was always like the big uh, league for Christmas. It was, yeah. It still NFL, is. Seems like the NFL is starting to uh, to get into that. Right. But like the NFL could go any day of the week and it would get viewers. I don't think... They're going to do it next year because next year's a Wednesday. Right. So I don't think they're going to do football on a Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like if I had my, I, I would rather them do the games on Saturday mm-hmm. and like, like just do all the games Saturday. And then, then you have Sunday and Monday family stuff, no sports. Don't have to worry about it. So but we'll, uh, well, we're still going to watch these games, so I'm excited. I feel good about my picks, but I usually always feel good about them. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week with some holiday cheer. Ho, ho, ho.